0: I
1: can hear you. you're cutting in and out computer-wise. It sounds like you're digital. Well,
0: that's annoying. I, well, I am digital. Ooh. It's the 10 tenths part. I'm
1: here. <laughs> how do, how does everybody sound now?
0: Uh, not great, but, um, you know, that's the I, expectation.
1: I'm losing Abe once in a while.
2: Uh, yeah, that, that's what I'm hearing as well. Abran will, like, digitally cut out. Yeah, he starts to sound yeah, all matrixy. Yep. Yeah.
0: Give me a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of my headphones and see if I can just talk on the just phone. Just talk on the phone.
2: You would think that like a recording app would like, let you hook up external devices.
1: No, it gets weird. Uh, when we when we recorded with Hayward last time, I used this or we used this, and I was like every time my phone would like ping, I would pull it away from my head and look at it. Uh-huh. And then it would make this weird, terrible noise. And uh, it would like switch to speakerphone immediately. Oh, wow. It's, it's very bizarre. But I'm going to...
2: Uh, I'm putting mine on do not disturb then. <laughs> <laughs> probably not a bad idea. <laughs> Just keep it touching your ear. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, right now I'm on the headset. Um, okay, well, don't make any changes then. Do, okay. exactly, do exactly what well, you're doing. I think I noticed... When I was with Desabre earlier, was that like my phone just went to standby, and okay. when it did that? It looked like it seemed like it just shut anchor off. Yeah, that's weird. I
1: don't know. Yeah, every every phone's different. It seems with uh, with this app because we've been having problems last time.
2: But... Let's see if I minimize it. If I go away real quick, y'all still there? Yeah, I'm still yeah.
1: here.
2: Okay. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to see if I can't change my, um, because I'm on Android. I don't know what you guys are on.
1: I'm okay. on an Android. I don't know what Abe's got. I don't even know if Abe's here anymore.
0: I'm still here.
2: Abe's cool. here. You sound better then. Uh, oh, we'll somewhere.
0: see how it
2: goes. Uh, well, you got digital there for a second.
1: <laughs> bloop, blob, bloop, bloop. Uh, Abe, do you want to say more than have- zero words so we know if you're there?
0: Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, you sound okay now. I, I'm here, and I'm recording, and it would be a lot easier if we just used, uh, like, actual recording equipment, but but Johan is living in the dark ages, and he doesn't yeah, have
2: Yeah,
1: doesn't have it. Doesn't, have it.
2: doesn't have it. I don't have what? Whoa, How's this on me? You don't have your recording gear, you said. Well, I can...
1: Oh, to what? Do it over the computer or something? Uh, or just to record your own MP3? We could be on a regular phone call and we could combine tracks. That's what we do sometimes too. Oh, so, uh, okay, yeah.
0: That method is infinitely better.
1: Uh, unless, yeah. unless it's not because somebody doesn't press record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a rookie mistake. Yeah, you know, that
1: hasn't happened in a long, long time. But Austin and I did I'm... do one that way. We wasted an hour and a half, and then like I think Austin or me, one of us didn't record probably me but i don't
2: remember (laughs) uh back when i was using a digital mixer then going into a laptop recording on uh whatever the heck it is um One time I forgot to set the recording thing from the laptop microphone to the mixer. Uh,
0: I did that too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hold on. I didn't really think about this, but I can record directly to the computer if we Let's just
1: do it right now. We're doing this, and let's keep this. We're doing it works.
2: We're doing it live. But on Anchor, you only record to one side, right? Like, you guys are getting the recording, but I'm not getting Uh, it all just goes uh, yeah. to one, it goes to one file. It
0: it compiles everything and then sends it to me. Okay.
1: Yeah. And I just switched. It just took me off of a headset. Yeah, I can hear you. You sound different, but you still sound fine. So,
0: oh,
2: right. That's weird.
0: So are we going to do a show? Or are we just going to talk about well, it? Well, let's
1: just figure out uh, if everybody's in a stable place. I think I'm good. All right. Well, I'm good to go if you guys are good to go. Oops.
0: I'm just sitting on the couch.
1: You're just what, Abe?
0: Sitting on the couch.
1: Abe, are you in one place? Just don't move around your house. Your Wi-Fi spotty.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Somebody sounds yeah,
0: this, bad. This... I'm... My phone in my living room. Okay.
1: Don't move. Don't let your big
0: dogs get in the way. I haven't moved in like 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, you, you, responded, you responded there for a second.
1: Um, so, if we want to record a show, you want me to do an intro? All sure. Right. And 54321, it's podcast. Hi. Hi. Uh, we're, uh, we're recording with the Anchor app again, uh, which is uh, so far we're we're a hundred percent with SCCA employees. That's all we use with SCC employees now.
0: <laughs> That's absolutely now we, we
1: have, uh, we have John, uh, quote unquote, Johan Brachard on the phone. <laughs> What's up, John? Hey guys. How's, uh, I don't know. How, you how's, know you do know, you, know Johan. you you do know oh. you.
2: Do know how's the, uh, how's championship season going? Uh, Mr. Brachard. Uh, it's been going pretty good. Uh, we just had our solo nationals in Lincoln last week. Um, had a crazy amount of competitors come out. Um, that's It's such a wild and different event from just about anything else I've ever been to, just from the sheer size of everything. And yeah, that, How many competitors did you have this year? We had over 1,300 people registered.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: That's uh, ridiculous. <laughs>
2: yeah. um, and it's the... This the skill set of some of these drivers that show up is incredible and some of these classes where it's more or less a there's the classes dominated by like one or two or three different car models in the first like 10 places. You'll have less than a second difference between their total times between two days and so it's like wow. all of these guys and these guys and women are um, incredible drivers it's not the top three it's like the top 20 in a bunch of classes yeah just getting in the trophies is like a lifetime achievement for a lot of people yeah and that that's that's one of the things that's a bit different about this event is that uh you get a trophy in some classes if you're in like 15th place and just getting that is like oh my gosh this one year i got in the trophies that's all the nationals
0: yeah
2: it's really it's it's really incredible. Like the, the, um, I was, I was talking to some friends the other day who are still pretty new to it and was trying to just try and convey that they're like, so these guys are out there, they're running against each other. And they're like, I need to find a second out there. And I'm like, no, nah. when they're at this level, they're like, I need to find a hundredth of a second.
1: Yeah.
2: Yep. And they're struggling and trying to find that tiny bit of time because that bit of time makes a big difference.
1: Um, for listeners who haven't been, like, what's the when you register for Solonats and you show up, like, what's the run a show like for a competitor? Um, like, when would they get there? How long would they be there? Uh, what days would they run, or like, how many days would they run? I know it's different for every class, but uh, right, uh,
2: it's a big yeah. time commitment. But it's also like the biggest motorsports event in the world. So,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so they can only get. I think it's. Depending on, I think it's, like, maybe, like, around 300 drivers through a course in a day. Um, So, they split all the classes into over four days. So, if you're one class, you might go Tuesday, Wednesday, or you might go Thursday, Friday over a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And because it's, uh, even, even though it's in the middle of the country, it's still quite a journey for a lot of people. And this is, like, the big... Yearly um, um, kind of, uh, Pilgridge. yeah, pilgrimage and, and a family meeting for everybody. So, a lot of these people will actually just show up for the whole week, even though they're only running for two days. Um, but if you were, if you were like tied on, you know, time off or whatever, um, you really only have to be there for like two and a half days to get your actual competitive runs in. But the whole thing it lasts five days and then loaded up ahead of it um it starts on labor day um but the weekend ahead of it is the pro solo finale um and that's a uh, two days and there's a lot of people who well if i'm going to the pro finale i might as well stick around for right Solo nationals so now they're looking at you know they're there for seven days
1: so pro solo for those not familiar that's like two mirrored autocrosses or like a drag
2: yeah Yep, and uh, um, I went this. Uh, I went to the Pro Solo finale for the first time this year, just to help out and uh, watch. And that was actually my first Pro Solo that I've seen in person, um, and it was very impressive. Um, just the they, they they do bracketed starts once they get a dial in, in on the cars, and they adjust it on the fly as it goes, and um, it, it was really some of the matchups that you would see was always really interesting. Cause like you would see a uh, like a C6 Corvette on Hoosiers um, launching against a, a formula 500 and the formula <laughs> 500 uh, would, would beat the Corvette to the first turn. That's very different. Yeah. Acceleration. I've driven, I've, I've been in a Corvette and I've driven that formula 500 that I've saw. And you know, I, I knew when I drove the car, I was like, oh, this is Formula 500s are crazy fast, but like I'd never been able to actually like quantify mm-hmm. the sheer acceleration that they're capable of.
1: Yeah, that's uh that's different. <laughs> it's like drag car stuff.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's really, really cool. Um and there's just some really impressive uh cars that came out there. Um and some really incredible uh drivers. I think the one that stood out the most to me was Craig Wilcox. Um he just spent the last year building up a like a '90 uh, Civic Si, um, and that thing I've I've never seen a Civic rotate like that one before. It, it's it's so well balanced. Um, you know, with a front-wheel drive car, usually their 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 pivot axis is a little bit ahead of the driver, um, but on this this on this car, it was probably a foot behind the driver. like right in the center of the car, and so. Um, between the incredible suspension that him and his buddies put together on this car, and the LSD that's in it, and the just all the tuning that uh, his crew has done over the last year, that 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 car just went like nothing else I've seen before, and it was just very impressive to watch.
1: Was that the silver one, the old uh, car that Jason Tipple had for years?
2: I believe so. It's silver. Um, I know that it came from a previous like autocrosser. Um, I think the the, the
1: guy originally familiar. built it. yeah the guy who originally built it and li- listens to the show he was at our road america uh,
2: event last weekend actually so oh cool yeah um they were saying I, I talked to a couple other people about the car you knew more about it and they were saying like yeah the guy who owned it before it gave craig a, a very very good start oh yeah it's it-
1: a really cool front bumper too like a really cool aero design in the front bumper
2: yeah um just a cool car, and it. I've been following what Craig had been doing all year long on his Facebook posts and stuff, and then to see it in action in its best form was just. It was. It was cool. It's <laughs> a,
1: a wild car. Uh, Abe Abe uh, has more autocross experience than me, but Abe, you haven't done a pro Solo, did you?
0: I've never done a pro Solo, No.
1: It looks so cool. I wish there was like one local to me, and I knew it was happening. Uh, <laughs> how do I find out how to do one of those?
2: I know that for people who are interested in doing those locally, there's a lot of like autocross clubs or even SCC do them, but they'll call them like a mirror kind of okay. or something else like that. So you like just a heads up to anybody that's interested, it might not be just the pro solo name. Cause that's like a specific, like it's like a series. Right? Yeah. For that series, but the activity yeah. Um, like I know Delta Region, they do a mirror kind of once a year, and their spin on it is um, they they let the drivers uh, negotiate the um, the starting gap, like you would oh, okay. when you're doing, when you're doing drag racing, yeah, like grudge match drag race kind of so they'll sit there and they'll they'll negotiate it and like if somebody wants to make a side bet they can make a side bet and it's like but so it's not it's, it's all super fun it, you know if it is a bet it's it's for like a case of beer or something like that it's nothing yeah. nobody's doing pinks or anything like that <laughs> snap in the parking lot afterwards <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> well uh, so as far as what else uh championship season what's next is it tt nets or runoffs i can't remember the dates
2: so we actually got um Rallycross Nationals oh, coming yes. up.
1: You have that too, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, <so>
2: oh. <laughs> yeah we got a lot of programs. That's uh that's why the club is just so like varied and big. Um the so we got Rallycross Cross Nationals coming up. Um that's not from when we're recording, it's gonna be uh, a week from now. Okay. Um and then the weekend after that will be Time Trails Nationals and Bowling Green. Right. Um, and so that's, um, I'm, I'm, in, I'm a part of the Time Trails National Tour uh, staff. Right. Um, and so between, um, uh, I, the, the, I guess the claim that I have for the involvement is uh, besides, besides Randall Prince, I'm the only one who's uh, been to every single one of them. Um, and Randall Prince took it 500 miles further, and he has driven a rental car. Every one of them, <laughs> all of them. Yeah,
1: it, uh, it seemed like a busy year schedule-wise. Yep.
0: Yeah, we yeah, wouldn't uh, we wouldn't know anything about busy schedules. No, would we? no, I know.
1: But I think it was sort of similar, and you guys
2: had a few more than us. It's been a long, a lot of driving for you this year. Yep, yep. Yeah, um, the well, I mean, I I, I knew about um, your like I so i I've, I've been aware of grid life and the festivals for you know the last three or four years um but until i started trying to actually kind of get out there and and hang out with you guys and see what's going on and everything uh i i didn't realize the sheer amount of the like non-festival events that you guys did and it's it was way like, too many cool. yeah and i was like i so like i knew that like you work full-time and then yeah. i was like well he's closer still <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must be okay. But then I looked at the actual full schedule and was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, so this year,
0: tough. this year with everything, it'll be twelve events for us.
2: Yeah, which is which is that's track more ends. than what we got going for our for our tour. You know, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, only, only have eight. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. On yep. The, yep. on the on the 15. on the time Trails national tour, uh, it was just that we had a couple of like smaller ones. Um, John Carlucci went and. Um, okay like a mini time trials national event in conjunction with a formula four or formula three um weekend which oh, okay. was pretty weird. so like you have to be able to say like yeah dude i did time trials uh on the same track the same weekend as like pro drivers yeah that's kind of rad yeah okay. so that was neat. um but i've i've crossed the country four times this year uh driving our equipment van around um this is a rad van at least yeah um, shout out to Hayward and, uh, Blair, uh, uh, for the, they, they did the build on it and most of that was Hayward's, um, uh, it, it's his brainchild and, um, inspiration that he's drawn from his life, uh, doing skiing and mountain biking and stuff like that and just being able to bring a, a completely different perspective on how to accomplish something like that and, uh. A lot of the uh, equipment solutions and storage solutions that we have has made a huge impact on our ability to, we can, from a van, we can pretty much show up to a track with no facilities, not even electricity, and run an event that includes timing, a full blown PA, scoring, driver information, internet access, all of that. It sounds like
0: you need to uh, be a guest on our other podcast (laughs) that we've only (laughs)
1: done one of so far (laughs) yeah uh, it's almost you're sort of living out of it you you should definitely be on c-class citizens we need to do more of those
2: (laughs) well i like to we like hayward and i had a very um serious conversation before it started Of you're not living in the van Uh, (laughs) i I, 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 I saw (laughs) you at midwest festival
1: you're sort of living in the van
2: (laughs) i don't sleep in it but i live from it at times
1: yeah yeah you were at uh you stopped by a few of our events this year was it audubon and midwest festival or was there another one there? i don't remember
2: yeah those were the two I was able to make. I was trying to get up to um the one you had at Blackhawk um awesome. but i just uh, yeah i had stuff um pop up it sounded like a really cool concept with the track day picnic and everything
1: i I love that event it's yeah, this, this this year was my
2: favorite event yeah
1: yeah, I, I enjoyed it because we had uh, we did something different this year. We, we've in the in a couple of years past we've had track day, just HPDE, and then we've done standing start autocross, um, oh, sim- similar to your track cross, you know, for uh, time trials nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and this year we also threw Grid Life Touring Cup in there, but we did it with no AMB transponders. We just did like photo finishes and stopwatches, um, and we we did the qualifying based. What's that?
2: Oh, what, what, what component did you do without uh, tanks?
1: Uh, for a uh, wheel to wheel, our wheel to wheel race series, GLTC. Oh, really? I, I didn't
2: and we, see, uh, cool. Yeah, we,
1: we did that. We did the qualifying with uh, standing start autocross. So that's how you, uh, with two runs in the standing start autocross, you got your qualifying position. And then we just did the weekend based off of that. So that was kind of fun.
2: So you made the race cars, the wheel to wheel cars qualify with a, with a single, with a single runner.
1: Uh, I think yeah, it was two, uh, two runs or one run. I don't remember. I think it was two. It was two. That's a
2: cool idea. I like that. that yeah, um, it, I it think was that fun. there's – that really reinforces the streetability concept that you guys try to drive with a lot of your classes. Uh, and it's something that, like, we ran into as well with, with you no. Know, we want street cars out here. And because sometimes you get cars out there where it's like, if I let my car sit there for two minutes not moving, it's going to blow up. And it's like, well, that's <laughs> not a very car, now is it? Um, or they're like, my clutch is so snappy that I can't launch. And it's like, well, <laughs> you know, like, I need half a lap to get it up and going, you know. So it's it's really cool to see people considering the compromises of, well. Is anybody there? Yeah. Hello. Hello. All right, I'm back. Are you all back? I got Abran. It looks like we lost uh, Adam. Abran, I can
1: hear you. Can you? Hear me? Oh, there's Adam. Hey, I'm back. Anchor's being stupid. We still got Abran? Yeah, I'm here. Did you guys at okay, cool. the entire call or no?
0: No, I mean I think uh, it's still running, but uh, yeah, yeah, you dropped out.
1: I did. It's yeah. I think it's the internet on my house.
0: Frickin' internet.
1: Yeah. It's an Indiana internet. No, it's Illinois internet. Almost. Uh, I'm right at the border. So. Okay.
2: <laughs> um,
1: what well, uh, what did I miss? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I was uh, wrapping up, saying that like I think it's really cool watching um people have to consider the compromises that have to be made when you have to do more than just be able to start from going like 60 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, and yeah. See, see the builds that go into that. I, I think that there's more to be said for a car that can do more than one, one thing.
0: So speaking of that, um, <laughs> this is, this is new to me. I didn't, I wasn't aware that this was a thing, um, but it's similar to one lap and that means I love it. Uh, uh, what was it? Hot rods, Drag Week, or something? Oh, it's uh,
1: so cool, man! It's so uh, cool.
0: As far as I can tell, they were here in Indianapolis this weekend, and um, the there was some car that just did a five ninety nine at two hundred and fifty mm-hmm. miles an hour. Yep,
1: and drove there.
0: And drove there. Oh, wow. That's the coolest.
1: Yeah, for years they've been doing. I've probably been doing it for like ten or fifteen years. Drag Week, and like you have to. It's basically like one lap for drag cars, and like. There there's been six second cars, but man, that is five second car and they drove it there. That's so bonkers.
0: That's that's the craziest.
1: Yeah. Five seconds and a quarter mile is like top fuel drag cars from twenty years ago. It's so wild. But...
2: And was that with the tires they drove in on or did they bring uh, in other they trailered
0: the uh like yeah. the the radials.
2: Still. So, so nuts. Wild.
1: Yeah, it's so nuts. But um, so as far as uh, other championship season, you've got uh, you talked about TT Nats, and uh, that's at Bo- that's in Bowling Green in two weeks. Uh, you've got Rallycross next week. Is that Nebraska?
2: Yes, okay. or it's at the 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 um where they do this um a bunch of air balloon stuff, and I believe that's Nebraska, Colorado, Nebraska, somewhere out there. Okay. Um. I- Rotate, so that's why it's, I can't remember on top, med It's flip-flop between a couple different locations, and um, it's definitely one of those... <laughs> I know, I, I'm sure if, if Brian Harmer listens to this, he's gonna he's probably yelling at the recording.
1: Well, it's going to happen <laughs> next weekend. Find it on SCCA.com. <laughs> uh, and that, that event has grown a bunch in the last few years.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, and, um, I... Uh, I started a uh, Rallycross program in my local region as a volunteer um, last year. Um, and that was really cool getting to do that. Uh, and I got a lot of experience out of, out of that on just starting a program and um, seeing all the, the really minor details of what makes for a good event. Um, but yeah, Rallycross is just it's it's not as accessible as autocross, but um, Not far off. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I've seen like Four year old Camaros bone stock come out and run, and they had a blast.
1: Yeah. It's, and I've every- see- it seems like the biggest thing is just if there's one near you, like, because yep, uh, so they're of- not everywhere. But.
2: Actually,
0: Rallycross was the first um, competitive driving that I ever did.
1: We're at in Indiana.
0: And, and yeah, I lived in Illinois, but I drove uh, to a couple of events here in Indiana, and uh, I, maybe I did. Half dozen or a dozen rally crosses, and I actually I met some of the people that we know now in road racing, even back then. Okay,
1: I would love so, to do it.
0: It's uh, well, I mean, if you drive a junky Subaru, it's like the perfect place for you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doesn't sound bad, it's
2: actually in Iowa. I looked it up, it's in Indianola.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. I knew it was near the 10 Tenths boys somewhere, Nebraska, Iowa, somewhere over there. Wow. Yeah, it's all the same. It's all one big flat place until you get to the hills at the other end. The uh, I picked up Adam from 10 Tents Podcast on the way out to our Colorado Festival, and until we got to the racetrack, the scenery did not change.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was the same exact
2: track. Did y'all take 80?
1: Yeah, it was, we took 80 all the way across. Yeah, 80 to whatever it is outside there, and uh yeah you get you see Omaha and then you see the same thing for eight hundred miles yep. uh, it, it was a good drive though and the uh, the new big r v was so much faster than the old r v so we made it in almost normal time so
2: Whoa.
0: um so i've driven I've driven my r v since July when we bought it I've driven it three thousand miles, which is not all for good life events <laughs> all for good life events yeah yeah,
1: yeah it gets busy it gets busy. Um, I, I'm pretty that, sure
0: I'm going to leave it behind for uh, Speed Ring, and mm, probably we'll take it to uh, Gingerman.
1: Okay, yeah. In two weeks we've got Gingerman, and next week we've got or three weeks we got Gingerman. Next week we have Speed Ring out in Detroit for Motivicity, but um, we really don't need it for Speed Ring because we got hot- we we do hotels for that one. But uh, Fancy. Um, my my RV is the Timing Tower at that event, so Sorry. mine mine will be coming.
2: That's exciting. Um, <laughs> what's the uh what's the camping like
1: though uh there is no camping technically allowed at that track um i, I definitely know some people might not leave the facility uh but they hide in their in their campers
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll add that to the list of not good for tents no
1: not good for ten tents or nine tents or any of them so hmm. Um, and then uh, your last championship thing is runoffs. When is that? Like a month?
2: Yep, it's uh, October eighth through the thirteenth. Yeah. And that's gonna be at uh, Virginia International Raceway. Yeah. Hasn't been a v-
1: has it ever been at
0: VIR?
2: Not that I'm aware of. I although I, I, I will very quickly admit that I am, in the grand scheme of things, I am. Still, I have less than ten years, just even as a participant in the SCCA, and my earliest exposure to SCCA road racing was the Mid Ohio Runoffs uh, a few years ago. Oh, okay, so I don't know the history well enough to say that <laughs> confident. Yeah, that was a fun runoffs. So I was at
1: that one. I recorded during the HP race with Hayward, and I recorded during the STL race with a bunch of our buddies.
0: Uh, I think was, I remember that. That was
1: a fun, those were fun shows.
0: So. You were doing like real-time commentary for a show, I think.
1: Yeah, I think Seca shared the show too, and Greg and me like overlaid it uh, with his in-car video, and that was <laughs> that's
2: uh, cool. Hey, hey, can we go back about Greg and me? Uh, he, <laughs> I like him.
1: He's a yeah. good people. So do I. I like Greg a lot. I think he was at our, our at the FCP Euro game night last night. That uh, the
2: boys were at. I bailed on. I didn't go. Uh, All
1: right.
2: Yeah, every time that every interaction I've had with Greg, um, he's, I he first of all he's just a cool guy, but um, he's just really experienced and he's a smart guy. And uh, most of the stuff you know that comes out of his his mouth is that makes the most sense out of anything that anybody's saying around. He's Uh, I was on a rules
1: committee for the ST the STAC STL and STEU, a couple years with him, and he's very level headed, and he. He, uh, he and the, the rest of the crew on that committee taught me a lot about rules writing, <laughs> so I'm glad I was on that committee. It was a lot of long phone calls, but smart people. So, Oh, yeah, I agree. So, I think we made a podcast, and uh, before we cut out too much, maybe uh, Johan needs to plug some Seca
2: things. Uh, sure. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I missed the last bit. <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: I was just saying before we before we lose somebody, maybe you need to plug some SCCA things.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, we got the um, it's our championship season right now. Um, that's kind of coming out. All of them are um, they're all free to go watch. Um, so you guys, you know, any, anybody that's in, in around Bowling Green or um, Indianola around uh, Virginia, um, come check it out. Um, they're you know, it's it's a it's. It, it, they, we we try to pull in you know some of the best drivers we can and especially when you look at like the, uh, the runoffs with their road racing series you know these are some of these people are forty six a year racing veterans who know the every in and out of their car and every other car that's in their class and yep. some of these are just incredible what they, what they've done with them
1: it's a fun event to to spectate at, too there's there's a lot of It's like the most effort you ever see. I've been a solo nationals. I assume it's similar, but like it's it's not even a hobby for a lot of these people. This is like this is what they do. You know, Uh, it's it's so serious, but it's also it's very
0: rare.
2: Not oh yeah, not not far off. uh, We've thrown in um, uh, several more kind of after. After uh, evening activities and the runoffs, we have a fan night that we've added. Um, we're going to have a block party where the different race groups all are hosting smaller parties, and we're encouraging people to kind of make their make the rounds. Um, they uh, they put me in charge of uh, several of the parties. Um,
1: <laughs> I've seen for anybody, part- that's been,
2: <laughs> for anybody that's been to a, a uh, time trials national tour event or the. Um, solo nationals and has had a chance to experience one of the things that, you know, I've been able to kind of put together. They've, they've all left with a, with a good, with a good experience. Um, so for a time, flying Gato's hosting his bachelor party there. Uh, so, <laughs> so that will be fun to, fun to be a part of. And if he's
1: bringing his type R. Is it going to be fixed?
2: He just put a post up, uh, earlier today that, um, his last chance to actually go and get it on track before going, he the car, the windshield is not in
1: Okay.
2: I feel comfortable taking it to Bowling Green having not put it on track since he's, you know, fixed everything. Yeah, he crushed it. So, <laughs> he's uh, so looking at running his uh, Integra um, for uh, another I, mean, one. I think he's got a prelude, too. S2000 prelude, is when um you know when when people have more than three race cars, it's hard to keep up with what they get yeah, It's
1: hard, hard hard to feel bad for him too. I also I had two at one time and it's too much, so I also sort of feel bad for him. But um, yeah, yeah, he like the last the last uh the last session of the day on Saturday at our Summit Point event, he he hit that wall real hard so, uh,
2: with that Type R. So,
1: but he's fixing it. It's fixable, I guess. So
2: yeah really crazy like if you see pictures of it after it came off the track like it, there's a lot of damage done to the front end wow. and it's, it's pretty impressive it's all, all the damage <laughs> yeah.
1: anyhow uh, people uh, people find out about SCCA things I would assume at SCCA.com yeah.
2: yep uh, for most of the championship stuff uh, if you go to SCCA.com it's pretty quick to uh, if you go to the program section to find more info on, on, the, on what we got going if you're interested in the Time Trial stuff, go to timetrials.scca.com.
1: Uh, is there still open registration for Time Trials Nationals? I don't think it's totally sold out yet, is it?
2: Uh, not quite. Our, we have a soft cap of 200, and we're less than 10 away. Oh, cool. That's, a, that's uh, a big growth year over here. Yeah. It, yep. Uh, last year we had, I think, just under 150 entrants. Cool. Uh, which we're really happy with with it being our first one. Good. Um, so this, this year's a pretty good jump that we're really happy with. Yeah, that's speaks um, to the growth of uh time, time attack
1: and time trials overall. That's pretty rad,
2: yeah. It, it's very encouraging. Um, and like I overall, like I'm really happy to see like the growth that everybody in that has been experiencing over the last year.
1: Yeah,
2: it's a year for all of us. Yeah, yeah it absolutely. As um, we got a chance to go to uh, a global time attack event uh, in New Jersey early in the year, and that was that was a lot of fun. And uh, that's uh, a really good crew over there. Just uh, those that, that team's doing a lot, so that was that was impressive to see.
1: Yeah, uh, kind of a different audience. We we share we share some audience with them, but there's a lot of like uh, uh, I, I like how it's kind of different ge- geographically than ours, except for uh, Road Atlanta we share. But uh, everybody that we've gotten to know that, that runs with them is uh, is has been uh, uh, cooler than the next. So but, uh, yeah. Been good getting to know some of them but i'd like to like to meet more of them i want to drive one of those events too i want to drive your time trials nationals too but it's a week after one of our events and a week before the other <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> hard to get around to all that <laughs> yeah. stay married yeah
1: cool man i well, hope uh hope the rest of the events go well and uh thanks for coming on and hanging out for a few minutes so.
2: yeah absolutely thanks for having me on guys appreciate
1: See it you guys. About the, uh, yep. Sorry about the anchor jumping around. My phone doesn't seem to like it, and neither does anybody else's, but we're trying. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> See, ya. <laughs> See ya. Man, it's dinner break. Dinner break at Road Atlanta, and I am standing at the pit cart with Mr. Phil Ingles from Max Speed Track Days. Hello, everybody. What's happening, man? You uh, uh you you joined us at our event.
3: I did. Yeah. I uh, did. Taking in the festivities. It's
1: uh it's Probably different than many many you've been to, but it's still a track day at heart, right? Yeah, it's a track Um, day. Drift.
3: Drift. I just took in some of the drift. That was fun.
1: Yeah. Did you go up top there? I did. Okay. Uh, I I watched the first drift session on the live stream. The second one, I was up there, and then the rain started, and I came back down, but... uh, yeah, it, it was looking fun. How'd the last one look? The last one looked really good. Cut. They had someone get Cut. in the kitty litter, though, slowing down Yeah, it, it. it kills 10 minutes. Yeah. We really try to have them not do that, but sometimes they do that. So. <laughs> sometimes um, you can't stop it. Yeah, you can't always prevent all the imperfection. But um, So I met you because you messaged me uh, just talking about track day stuff. Yes. And you're a podcast listener. Yes, so I am. So you have listened to our terrible audio. I have. And, uh, <laughs> and, you, and you, you were talking about a new kind of, not really a business, but kind of a garage you have right down the street. Well so tell us all what you do. And now you yeah. uh, are you're turning into a track day company. So Yes.
3: Well we actually started as a track day company. Yep. Um uh twenty eighteen, sitting around the paddocks right here in okay. Road Atlanta with my buddy at the time who's now my partner. Right. And I had three and a half years to go before I retired from okay. law enforcement. And we're right. like, Hey, what are you gonna do when you retire? And I said, I have no clue at all <laughs> And he you says, just watch watch uh, watch Jerry Springer all day. Exactly, right? you know. I said, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna do something. I'm only gonna be 50, so. Yeah. He said, uh, He said you ought to start a track day company, and I, I just kind of laughed at him and rolled my eyes and yeah. and thought, Well, you know, I don't know, and then I just couldn't get the idea out of my head and yeah. started researching, and turns next, out you can rent a race. Next thing you know, yes, you can yeah. rent a racetrack, and there are people willing to give you insurance to protect you if you rent a racetrack. Yeah. And um, how uh, how did you get into the HPD world? Well. I had been, I used to race motorcycles when I was okay. young, right. teenager, early 20s, um, did some EVOC instruction, so teach okay. people how to drive emergency vehicles as right. part of my career. Okay. And then uh, 2017, I had a knee issue, and yep. my partner, who is a physical therapist, okay, I ended up in his physical therapy office, and he's okay. working on my knee, and I'm looking around, and there's all these pictures of a car on a racetrack and right. some strange man in a helmet driving it, and I said, hey, doc, is this you? And he says, "Yeah." I said, "Cool." I, you know, told him I used to race yeah. and stuff, and he said, "Well, man, you ought to come check it out. We'll be out at the racetrack next, you know, next weekend." Okay. So I showed up, and you know how it goes. I right. went ten minutes in. I'm like, "Oh God, I'm yeah, so I'm it, so it, in it trouble." It happens. It does happen. So where was that uh, first event at? That was here. Okay. So I came here. Right. It was a uh, it was actually a Jay Zilla yeah. event. I came here, hung hey, out, Jay. just shot the breeze, smelled the octane and the rubber, and right. you know, I go home and I tell my wife. She goes, "How was it?" And I went, "I'm so screwed." Yeah. I said, "I'm going to have to buy a Miata and build a track day car." Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and so she rolls her eyes, kind of like I did at him. But there are worse her-
1: things in the world than buying a Miata and building a track day car. But. That's
3: well, hey, you can't. In my opinion, yeah. you can't beat a Miata for a track day yep. car, especially for a beginner. But uh, yeah. she she laughed me off, and this is November of 2017. Come Christmas time. Yep. I show up and she's got a helmet and driving gloves right. under the tree waiting for me, and she says, "Okay, you know, if you want to do this, do what you got to you do, gotta do something for fun." And so between Brendan and my wife, Dimple, it's their fault. I blame them all the time. Here I am, yeah, starting a track day company. You, you, uh,
1: you jumped head first into this. Right? I have what, uh, uh, and you also have a garage down the street.
3: Yes. Um. So yeah, the garage came to be because I wanted a garage at my house. Right. You know, and. By the time I figured out it was going to cost me seventy-five grand to build build an iron building at the house, I said, I can pay for a lot of
1: rent. They're not free. Yeah. They're not free.
3: So my partner and I talked about it, and he had some go-karts and race car things in storage. And I said, look, let's rent this shop. Right. So we did. We rented it. And then we said, you know what? There's probably a lot of people in our position. So we turned it into the Max Speed Garage Club, which is... I describe it to people. Imagine the ultimate man cave with a fully functional automotive and shop. A yeah, place to use. work on cars, right? Yeah, got right a okay. lift and tools and you know yep. lounge and everybody can Hang out and have a good time. Yeah,
1: that's cool. So, it's, uh, especially near a racetrack, that helps.
3: Yeah, within a mile of Road Atlanta. you right.
1: So. If you go out of the track, go right. It's right yeah. over there. Right? Oh, you can't miss us. It's yeah, it's in that first uh, right past BBS.
3: Right past BBS. Okay. Yeah, uh, Technology well. Parkway. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, the. Uh yeah, the ability to work on a race car near the track is always huge, especially when it gets dark. You
3: know? Yeah, well, absolutely, and and you know we we could potentially let people borrow it that come to track days right. and stuff like that because if our members aren't on the lift, you totally know it's depends open. On who's in there, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so you got uh, you've got some buddies, some members that kind of uh, help pay the rent, right? Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Where yeah, on cars. yeah, we don't we don't we don't, awesome.
3: we don't expect to make a ton of money, yeah. but just. We well, all kind of help each other. If you can buy more tools and sort of pay the bills, that's close. That's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, so you did your first track day recently.
1: How did your first track day go?
3: Our first track day was hugely successful. Good. Um Good. Not financially. Well, that's I mean, hard don't make, to get there. Yeah, you don't make money hosting track days, at least you not start You don't make money out. doing this here. <laughs> <laughs> turns out. Um, but uh, as far as the atmosphere we created and the right. people that showed up, we had we had about 60 participants, including okay. our instructors and everybody. Yep. Um we run a little different model than a lot of people. Is we only have three run groups, okay. and we're going to limit. We're never going to have ninety more than ninety people, thirty yeah. per run group. That's Real it. focused on seat time, right? yes, okay. and six hours per weekend as far as seat time goes. Okay. So uh,
1: too much seat time, you mean?
3: Probably. Just we had a lot of people that didn't take their last session or two on the Sunday day. Sunday night they usually don't. No, no, and uh, but we run a hospitality pavilion with just snacks and refreshments okay. and all day in the evening we host a social after the track goes okay. cold and uh it sounds like you get a good little plan we, we're having fun right and even though we yeah. slept a whopping four hours the entire weekend we yeah, had a good it time is, it
1: is hard to sleep during these things i had to force myself to go to bed last night um uh, like midnight i'm walking around I'm like i need to go to sleep i have drives meeting in like seven hours yes uh, and i knew if i th- started thinking about going to sleep i might do it in the next hour <laughs> I did. I did probably get to sleep before seven. At least you sleep 1. at the track. Uh, I, yeah, RVs are nice. Yes. I would highly recommend it. If yeah, you get, if you go go deeper down this uh, track. Track my, day. My world, wife.
3: My wife was already said we're yeah. getting an RV. So it's now we're already nice. looking.
1: It's pretty <laughs> nice. I would recommend about the ten to fifteen year old uh, version of Class C V10. Something. Yeah. Yep. That's probably, if you can find a good one with a good roof, that's probably the easiest starter button. Find yeah. a nice bottomed out cheap one, and then work your way into the RV world. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people go deep <laughs> in the mortgage RV world, but uh, I, I would assume they're probably about an equal amount of. Hassle. I can't
3: afford a deep mortgage RV. I'm building no, race cars. That's true. That's
1: true. <laughs> so what? What? Uh, what? What is your progression in the like in the last year and a half through uh, Miata world? How, how did you get into that? And what do you all do with Miatas? Well, like, what's your what's your car?
3: My car's an O two NB. Okay, um, I picked it up from an old couple. Believe it or not, That's a good in choice. Tennessee, yep. it's an SE, so it had all the goodies on it right. already, and uh, you know, three grand, yes. thirty seven hundred bucks, and then That's just crazy cheap. Yeah, and just start rust free one, totally rust free. Everything even even had decent paint. I mean, it's the I didn't realize it at the time, but it's that. Uh, sunburst yellow or right. something which was only on se's right. and so yeah. um it's a good look, good looking yellow too. it is it looks looks good looks good on instagram yeah. anyway a lot
1: of our <laughs> a lot of our midwest meadows look like that one over there yeah oh, they're a little bit of that, that brown stuff with all the spots it. on them yeah. yeah yeah that's what happens yeah i came from chicago <laughs> it, it happens <laughs> yes um, yo yeah well, the uh what do you uh you just bought it and started tracking it what has your been no, your modification I, progression i been?
3: bought it um Hard dog, double right. diagonal, roll one. bar, um, harness bar, put some race seats in it. Right. Got a Hans device for the helmet. Okay. Um, uh, I like that progression. Stripped safety the, progression. Stripped the door cards out, put right. in some LRB door cards, took out the center console. Yeah. But... Beyond suspension, tires, and brakes, right. it's bone stock. It still has all the it still has all the emissions equipment on it. Okay. I haven't even stripped that off yet. Got a nice hot cat every time we in. Oh out, yeah, right? that and it's got AC and power steering. So if yeah. I'm sitting on the grid and it's 100 degrees in Atlanta, <laughs> you turn yeah, on the that's AC. That's not bad. That's not bad. I. Uh,
1: Derek Yarbrough has uh, AC in his GLTC car, oh. and it's got to be pretty nice. I'll bet. <laughs> it's, you pull in the grid and <laughs> crank it up, man. Yeah.
3: Just don't forget to turn it
1: off when you head out. Well, it might be a couple horsepower, but it wouldn't still be. It wouldn't be terrible. No, you know, no, it wouldn't be cool, bad. It would still, still be nice in the race in a race environment. Absolutely. Uh, what do you have suspension-wise and stuff? Uh,
3: went with the uh, VMAX okay. Extreme Track Pack 2 setup from okay. uh, Flying Miata. Okay, Just pretty easy stuff. Um Basically copied my partner's car because right. he'd already had it and I'd driven it and I knew right. what it felt like and I said yeah. I like the way this feels right. and which was great and now I want full race suspension. So. Yeah, we have a
1: <laughs> lot of listeners that basically play with that same exact
3: car. So. Yeah. yeah. What, what have you done brake pad wise or brake wise? Um, it's it's the SE so it's got the larger brakes yeah. from the factory. So I've, I have hadn't touched it. I put new. Uh, fluid well, I put new fluid. I run right. uh, Castrol SRF. Right. Um, it's really that's great fluid. You just bleed the pots Some after. Of the best, yeah. yeah. And. Yep. And you don't I've never experienced brake fade. Okay. Um, worked through a different couple of different pads. I started off with some power stop pad right. that was okay. The track day. Yeah, a track day pad, and then I moved up to a Hawk yeah. HP. And now I'm running yeah. G Locks. Okay. Um, Which ones? R ten front, R eight okay. rear. Yeah, Danny's and, uh, Danny's a friend of uh, of ours. He's been on the show a couple well, of times. Well I, so. I tell him I love the brakes. <laughs> the the G locks absolutely I probably picked up a second at yeah. Roebling with trust in the brakes. Yes. Oh, yeah. it feels so good. There's
1: so the the market for brakes has uh, has exploded. I mean, there's so many options now. Yeah. It's almost like hard to pick. If you have a really lightweight car, I've like Spec Miata's. I've heard a bunch of Spec Miata's like love the track day pad. Like the, oh yeah. The basic power stop well, track day pad. And I heard a ton of Spec Miata's like love like the craziest G lock. <laughs> <laughs> like there's such a disparity in like.
3: The, what people I, like it probably know. comes down to feel so much so, so much. when i was running the track day pad yeah. and i had my first event here with an instructor right. um he kept pushing me deeper deeper oh, deeper yeah. into 10a and it it, it felt fine right. um but when I went to the Hawks, yeah. it was even better. And then right. now with the G-Locks, I every have so much more confidence. Every car is different, yeah. But uh,
1: I, I, uh, I, think I'm running Glock R12s or R16s. I have to look at the box. I, I'm running whatever Danny sent me. <laughs> uh, I said, Dan, give me good pads, and uh, here's my credit card. And, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and good here's pads the, showed up, and they were there. And uh, I, uh, I love. I've liked every G-Lock I've, I've used. Yeah. Uh, the lighter, it seems like the lighter weight the car is, the less I care about the brakes. But uh, uh, I ran them in my CRX also, uh, yeah. uh, when it was light and when it was heavy with the engine swap. When it was STL car, it had to be heavier. When I put a bigger engine in it, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I, the the uh, the Miata world is uh, it's kind of your oyster with track day stuff.
3: Well, um, it's such an easy car to drive, right. cut and and. I think you learn well in them, yeah. And they're cheap if you wreck them, because yeah, you can always I, buy a new tub. Put mine over a berm at Roebling in yeah. our first event. The, yeah. the organizer put it over the berm, and uh, buddy Knocks of mine some panels off it. <laughs> <laughs> buddy of mine down there, Valiance Racing. He owns a shop down in Savannah. Um, next morning, he showed up with a new bumper for fifty bucks. Yeah, was like, hey man, let's bolt this on and get you back on track. So yeah. that's hard to beat. Um, that the, was the uh, how bad was the car? Not bad. It wouldn't. It, it hopped the berm, yeah. and the guy pulled us off, and he goes, you might want to come look at your front bumper. And I looked at it, and I went, well, yeah. That's. I just tore off the rest of it, threw it up on the flatbed, <laughs> and I drove the car back to the pits. And uh, next morning, about 15 minutes, we popped the new front end it's, on.
1: It, uh, you and I were talking about this earlier, though. It's, it's kind of hard to do driving things when you're hosting
3: the event. It is. How was that for your first time? It was hard to concentrate on driving. I mean, just because you're hosting. Right. You're organizing. You're making sure everybody's it gets good. Hard. It does get hard. It's it hard. I've already kind of determined that if I want to... Abe knows about this. Hey, Abe. Hey, Abe. Meet Phil. Say hi.
0: Phil. <laughs> hi, Phil. This nice to Abe. meet you, Abe. <laughs>
3: a- Abe,
1: uh, Abe used to drive with us all the time, and yes. now Abe helps organize, and like, we're just talking about how it's hard to
3: drive when you're organizing things. <laughs> it's <laughs> yes, impossible. Yes, it is. So, um, yeah, yeah, I've already decided I'm going to start attending other people's events so I can drive. You still have to keep doing it. I did. Yeah. Uh, I did a
1: few last year, and it does kind of if you get deep into it, like if you're doing 10 events a year or whatever, yeah. uh, don't forget to go to somebody else's event. Cause oh, absolutely. It, it will make you want to do your events more. Yes. Or like host a Hanami where you don't have to work, right?
3: <laughs> yes. Well, my goal with Max B Track Days is so I've still got 27 months till I retire. Right. Um, we're, we're doing a new event. Uh, November sixteenth and seventeenth.
1: Right. Yeah, that that was the other reason I want to have you on because you're, yeah. you're doing kind of a ballsy thing. You're running a NASCAR track.
3: I am. Yes. Uh, we got the contract back this morning. We we're renting Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yeah. For the sixteenth and seventeenth of November, and we're doing a two and a half mile roval.
1: That's a big. It's a how big is the infield road course?
3: Um, the infield road course is a mile of it. Wow. So, um, then two yeah then two and a half miles on or wait. Yeah, one and a half miles right. on the ro- on the Oval, and then yeah. one mile on the infield. That's uh, so. uh, I really liked hosting an event
1: at a Roval. What do you think, Abe?
0: I liked that everything was, like, super close. And, yes. Like, yes. drift was, like, ten feet from people, and <laughs> spectating from the infield was incredible.
1: Was yeah. I-, I loved that I didn't have to. Like, the, the, my biggest problem with this one is, like, uh, I got one Gator, one golf cart, right? And we got to <laughs> go over there, and we got to yep. go over there, and we got to yep. go over there, and I got yep. go to go here, and, like... I just find myself like giving it to someone, yeah. and then I walk. We uh, so
3: we,
0: Go I've had the gator for one day, <laughs> and I have put six hours of runtime oh, on geez. it today. <laughs> it
3: uh, does come in handy. <laughs> you, you, without the gator, you could have gotten in all your steps, though.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, uh, he's not looking. I, I just wouldn't have taken the steps. <laughs> yeah, Abe just would have been unproductive and stationary in the pit cart. Right? So. It, it does kind of well, – I wish we had two pit carts
3: now. <laughs> so we – uh. Yeah, at Atlanta Motor Speedway, it's a ba We have use of fifty of the NASCAR style garages come with it, and okay, cool. We'll have our hospitality cool. pavilion set up in the first two, and right. we're like thirty yards from right. the classroom, yeah. and all the they can paddock right there. So right. It's, yeah, everything's real that'll nice be, and compact. Co- Are they like multi-car garages and everything? Yes, uh, cool. we can put we can put fifty cars in the one we have. Awesome. If we need more, we can have the one next to it, so we could put up to a hundred cars. That's uh, that sounds like a fun event. Yeah, so it'll be a blast. What was the date on that? Um. The dates, yeah, uh, November sixteenth and seventeenth, okay. Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, okay. and uh, yeah, it'll, cool. it'll, we'll, we'll put it out. I don't know when will this air. Uh,
1: probably next week.
3: Okay, so yeah. we'll, we'll publish next week and cool. we'll, we'll start pushing it. Cool. And,
1: yeah, you got to have some lead-up time. Yeah, but yeah. What's the weather like uh, here in November? Oh, it's Pretty beautiful. Nice. Yeah, it's it's got
3: to be. It's in the 60s and 70s, nice. and usually less rain than the spring. I'm very jealous of that. So, hey, come down. That sounds, <laughs> I
1: don't want to make the drive right now, but it does sound nice. <laughs> what are you doing in November? Uh, SEMA and then family.
3: Things. Oh, you're going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we that's why we decided to do it two weeks ahead of Thanksgiving that's instead of that's right up idea. on Thanksgiving week. That would have been bad.
1: Yeah. Well, where can people find out about uh, Maxby?
3: Um, they can follow us on Instagram at right. MaxSpeedTrackDays. Okay. Well, we're on Facebook, and of course MaxSpeedTrackDays.com. Cool. And uh, can I uh, can I thank a couple people?
1: Right. Uh, I'll, need to, I'll need to go somewhere after. I know, but at 6:20. Yeah.
3: A um, couple people I want to thank if right. I can. Yeah, uh, uh, my partner, of course, Brendan Blake, and my yep. wife, Dimple. Without both of them is your wife's really, name really dimple Her name is really Dimple. That's red Everybody thinks it's her nickname but her when we first met and started dating right. our, like one of the first text messages she said her name was Dimple she goes I swear to god that's my real name. her so, real name. Yep.
1: That's a very interesting. So. Uh, tidbit. I've never heard that before.
3: <laughs> but uh, without them I wouldn't be here doing this. It was you know yeah, I wish very you, instrumental and I wish you the best of luck man. Yep. That sounds fun. And uh, uh
1: I am a down and dirty just have fun track date. There, that's it's one of the best things you can do. Well, I love it. I'm, I'm happy with doing what we're doing. Down and dirty track days. They're really fun. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll get back to that.
3: <laughs> Instead of just, how many of these do you host in a year?
1: Uh, this is our third festival for the year. Yes. Uh, Midwest, Colorado, and this one. Okay. So not that many more. Can't no. do any more than this. So we'll see. Keeps uh, you too busy? But yeah, overall, it's been a pretty good day. Uh, okay. Busy day, but a good day. So okay. Appreciate you coming out,
3: man. Can I uh, thank Apex Pro? Oh yeah, Andrew Range. You know him? Yeah, I don't know if very you know him or not. He's yes. been on the show before yeah. Well, he's he's great. He partnered with us right out of the gate right. and has been very instrumental. Cool. Um, Ron Z at Discovery Parts, right. and uh, you know Annika Carter oh, yeah. uh, at Not She's My Boyfriend's weekend, Car. Yeah. She is. I was just hanging out with her in the paddocks, yep. and uh, they've been real helpful, just Good. helping promote us. So I appreciate them. Cool. Well, we appreciate and coming. And I appreciate on. you, especially. This is oh. this is awesome. No, we'll. Uh uh, maybe I get to steal some track time from you one of these days. Hey,
1: time, man. <laughs> Come down and see us. I, I hope the uh, the next event goes well and uh, keep uh, keep on building the sport, man. That's, I will. That's the best. So I'm gonna go get some dinner. Yes, I am. And too. Uh, we're yeah, we're we're trying to do a bunch of like 20 minute shows so we can just pepper the week with them. Uh, and I think this will probably be like a Friday show.
3: Okay. Awesome. So Appreciate
1: I it. We recorded one yesterday. We are record one now, and we're getting work done, Abe. Yeah, we're getting work. Done, <laughs> maybe we'll do a stupid uh, a stupid show tonight. Abe's <laughs> got a big smile on his face. I'm gonna, I'm, i maybe I'll get the cat out. We'll have, yeah, we'll we'll have uh, some white claws. I'll be a kitty cat tonight. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Phil. Thanks for coming.
3: All on, right, man. thank you. Yep. Have a good day, buddy. Yep. Appreciate it. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubei, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes, and come and find us in the Pittsburgh Live to say hello.